My last name is White. I am a gentleman that will be entertaining you for an hour or so. Sounds wrong, doesn't it? All the men have tuned out already. A couple of psychotic wing- women hanging on. Um, no, I'll be doing it in an audio way. Nothing physical, I hope you understand. And uh, behind the glass, a figure of a man that can only be described as a sex god, if you think of him as a sex god. His name is Elliot. Hello, Elliot. Hello. Elliot's the technical producer of the show and will be guiding this ship in the direction of comedy gold. Gold. I was watching TV this week. Now, I know that this is a bit of a rarity nowadays, but I don't own a TV. So I was around a friend's house watching TV and I realised why I don't own a TV. Because TV is quite crap. And anything that's good, you can rip off the old intertubes, can't you, really? But I I thought I'd entertain myself. Apart from anything else, I can't stand the adverts. But I watched um, Animal Planet Finding Bigfoot. And do you know what? They didn't find Bigfoot. I could have predicted that. I'd, I'd love to see one when they go, coming up in part three. Well, yeah, we find him. And then um, we have a chat with him, go to dinner, do some uh, forensic testing on him. And uh, popping back in the wild. So that, that's that sorted. Never going to happen. Do you know why? Because there's no such thing as Bigfoot. I hate to be a curmudgeon, but I think it's time we face the reality. Do you know how many seasons there have been of the show Finding Bigfoot? Key, key word there, by the way, Finding Bigfoot. So presumably there's only been one season because the idea was to find Bigfoot. No, six. And I think there's 12 shows in a season. <laughs> It's like 70-something episodes of Finding Bigfoot. Found him? No. How, who's got the patience to stick with that? I gave up on Lost after three episodes because I never saw the monsters. No regret. Efficient use of my time. As for this, idiocy. So I read the uh, description on Animal Planet. It's not Animal Planet, is it? It shouldn't be on Animal Planet. It should be on Made Up Stuff Planet. Um, And it says this, For six seasons of Finding Bigfoot, four fearless explorers have covered thousands of miles of uncharted territory. It's not really uncharted territory, is it? There's probably maps. And probably other people have been there. In 38 states. Well, you can't say that 38 states are uncharted, can you? And eight countries on a mission to locate the elusive Sasquatch. Yeah, elusive keyword, non-existent is a better one. Um, The Unstoppable Quartet head to South America for the first time with the hope of finally tracking down one of the most unique creatures in the world. Right. First of all, you don't ever have to say very or most in front of the word unique. The very concept of the word unique makes it, I don't know, unique. So that's annoying just grammar-wise. But let's also concentrate on what, even if they had got that right and they said, Looking, tracking down what the most unique creature in the world. I'll tell you why it's unique, mate. 
one of a kind uh, because it doesn't exist. So that's why. 60 episodes or so, not one sighting. You might as well make a show called The Hunt for the Cookie Monster. At least that would finish in New York. There's no such thing as ghosts. There's no such thing as fairies, gods, the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot or a Sasquatch. If you really want to see a Bigfoot, watch Star Wars, freeze frame at Chewbacca, take a picture of that with your cell phone while slightly moving it so it's a bit blurred, then look at it for hours in the company of your own home and don't bother me with it. Animal Planet, Finding Bigfoot. I can't wait for the conclusion on that because at some point they're going to have to go, this is the last one. Looks like it's going to remain a mystery. Who saw that coming? (sighs) First text in. Nessie told me Bigfoot is real. (laughs) If I had a prize, it would go to you, who ends with 3085. Well done. Um, And someone else says, be careful what you say about TV. Doesn't Bell write your checks? Does Bell own... um, Is Animal Planet Bell? I've lost track, really. I mean, all the... Just to be on the safe side, let's... I will look into it. Well, just in case, um, can I just say that Bigfoot's almost definitely real, and if there's one gripping show that I would advise you to check out with some raw footage of Sasquatches, is that plural? Oh, no, there's no plural, because there isn't even one of them! You know what, Vinny? Animal Planet, a member of the Bell Media family, so... I. Anyway, as I was saying, it's a great show. You know, I was just about to say that, too. One of the things I like about Bell Media is the attention to scientific accuracy it portrays in these shows and the fact that it doesn't drag out uh, an idiotic concept. I mean, they're thorough. Six seasons. Six seasons. And I, for one, and I'm sure you'll agree, would like to see a seventh series. I hope for that. And with that in mind, can I also mention, I've always liked the telephone system offered by um, Bell Media. No, I've, not media. The, the other part of Bell, not the media bit, the, the telephone people. I find it superior to other services. It doesn't tend to drop out, does it? No. Um, Rogers, up and down like a pervert's pants. But no, not with old Bell. We're doing very well compared Stable, to trustworthy, reliable. Much like uh, the management of this radio station, who, I don't know about you, Elliot, but I couldn't say a bad thing about any of them. Ivy League. <laughs> I don't know if they've actually, but you know, in I, league... I'm fairly convinced they're not. But let's right. say that as a saying. Anyway, no, I don't care about what Bell Media say. There's no such thing as a bloody Bigfoot. There's people with big feet. That would be a better show. A new series searching people with big feet. Some are basketball players, others aren't. Stay tuned for people with big feet coming soon. With real footage of real people with big feet. I'd watch that. I'm quite into that. Can you believe there's such a thing? Just a, a quick offshoot. Can you believe, genuinely, that there's such a thing as, put, as foot porn? I believe almost anything these days when it comes to like fetishes. It seems like there's something for everyone. There is... <laughs> it's, it's like chocolate bars, isn't it? Yeah, it's... Something for everyone. But... Foot porn. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like a bit of nookie like the next man. But at what point would you ever say, oh, you know what I want to do, Delilah? Could you just, could you take those high heels off that turn me on so much? Just rub your feet about a bit. I love that. I mean, women are gorgeous. The worst part of a woman is the feet. Who wants to see them? 
Unless they go to the right places to get them all fancy looking. Are you coming out on air as a foot porn fetishist? Well, I, I just, I, I have seen some beautiful feet in my day. There's no such thing as a beautiful foot. Oh, okay. There's not. Okay. Who's a beautiful woman? Claudia Schiffer, has she still got it? I haven't checked lately. I'm, I need a new default attractive women because all the ones I use get too old. I was about to say Sharon Stone, but she's probably about 60. Who's who's the, uh, who's the that Taylor Swift? She's good looking, isn't she? Yes. Right. I don't want to see her feet. I am a little curious. Oh, texting. If you have got attractive feet, you're a woman and you want to have a night with a bald producer called Elliot. Oh, oh my. Seven ten ten, and put in your measurements, particularly foot measurements, apparently. You'll be paying for everything. What size do you want? What size is your minimum? Uh, I I think seven. Yeah, yeah. seven. Let's say that. I'm, yeah, I'm about 12, so smaller than me. Men as well. Gay men with big feet. Oh, great. Mix it up a bit. Sure. No, it's a progressive Look, if term. you're into feet, you can't be fussy about whose they are. Just get on with it. That's You're right. You're right. Honestly, I think he's Brad Pitt in there. Um, this is the Vinnie White Show with uh, added slices of Elliot. Dowdy woman released from jail news. Yes. Looking back at this week's news over this show, we'll be looking at some of the things that have happened. And the uh, county clerk, Kim Davis, was released uh, this week in Hicksville, Kentucky. I don't know the name of the town, but it doesn't really matter. It's probably called something hickish. Uh, following a judge's order, nearly a week after Davis was jailed for refusing a judge's order to issue marriage licences to same-sex couples, former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee stood alongside Davis and her attorney outside the jail, calling her, quote, incredibly brave. Uh, mixing up the word brave with stupid. Uh, we stand with Kim today, Huckabee said, standing next to her. So I think he was just being literal, um, adding that he was willing to go to jail in her place. I'm fine with that. Uh, we cannot criminalise the Christian faith, he said, failing to see the utter drivel that had just come out of his mouth. What's it all about, you say? Well, it's all about this. Arching out into Eye of the Tiger, Kim Davis getting a hero's welcome from hundreds of her supporters. Davis released after six days behind bars. I just want to give God the glory. He is, his people have rallied and you are a strong people. Davis jailed, held in contempt of court for refusing to comply with the judge's order to issue same-sex couples marriage licenses. Under whose authority are you not issuing licenses? Kim Davis's refusal to comply, putting her own life under the microscope. She became a born-again Christian about four years ago when her mother-in-law died and she says she had a calling to serve God. Before then, the 49-year-old clerk married four times, twice to the same man. Testifying in court Thursday, I did a lot of vile and wicked things in my past. Tuesday, her supporters is standing by her side, rallied by a tearful GOP presidential hopeful, Mike Huckabee. People are tired of the tyranny of judicial action that takes people's freedoms away. As a condition of a release, the judge ordered Davis shall not interfere in any way with the efforts of her deputy clerks to issue marriage licenses to all legally eligible couples. But when asked if she would again block her deputies, Davis's attorneys would only give one answer. Kim Davis will not violate her conscience. Kim Davis will not violate her conscience, which probably, but not definitely, means that she probably will carry on to do what she thinks right, which is to not marry gay people. So that will probably, but not definitely, put her back in prison. Here's my message to Kim Davis. It's quite simple, really. If you don't like gay marriage as a concept, that's slightly backwards and odd. 
But ultimately, it's fine. You can think that if you want. No one can stop you thinking that. So get a job that doesn't involve marrying gay people. And that's all you have to do. Gay marriages represent about 4% of marriages. So it's a problem that's going to come up again. So get a new job. There you go. It's going to be a lot easier, isn't it? I mean, I'd like to change your views through education and just general thought. But you can have that thought if you want. Then just don't don't marry anyone. But you can't say, oh, I like marrying straight people. I don't really like marrying gay people, so I'm just not going to do that, even though I'm legally duty-bound to do so. So, good. I'm glad she went to prison. I hope she goes back. It's like, I don't like pomegranates. I don't like them. They're too much work. The flavour's not that great. So you know what? I don't eat them. And for that reason, if someone said to me, Vinny, I'm going to give you a job here. It's quite well paid. Uh, but 4% of your time will be eating pomegranates. I don't want the job. I'll just get a different job. <laughs> I don't like religious zealots that use unprovable entities in the sky to come to some conclusion that causes great offence to the homosexual population. And for that reason... I make sure I don't work with religious zealots 4% of the time. Do you see what I'm saying? But what I really liked is when she came out, <laughs> when I say came out, that'll probably come one day. <laughs> the reason I hated gays, I am one, okay? <laughs> when she came out of the court, I mean, not the closet. When she came out of the court, she goes, it's just, it's really funny. It's like a scene off The Simpsons. There's all these like hicks standing around with pitchforks. Oh no, there were crosses. And um, <laughs> she came out to Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> and the kicker here is Survivor, the band that did that classic, are suing Mike Huckabee for using Eye of the Tiger at that rally. Because so, <laughs> they thought, I don't want to be associated with this. Rocky's one thing. This is not why we wrote Eye of the Tiger. So I've rewritten the song, and uh, I'm going to sing it for you now. And this is my message to that dowdy, frumpy woman with backwards views on the world and a stubborn nature, Kim Davis. Uh, this is how it should sound. <coughs> Rising up. Back on the street Don't like marrying gays You don't have to You could get a job Working on feet I think they're called Chiropodists So many times It happens too fast You get a job And you don't like it You could stick at it But what's the point the best thing to do is resign. You could train a tiger, you could work KFC at night, you could work at Walmart in Kentucky. You can be homophobic wherever you like, changing jobs is never unlucky. Kim. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I forgot the lyrics. You could work as a clown for your money. You could stack shelves at 7-Eleven. Or you could 
keep some bees and make some honey. You could train a tiger, work KFC at night. You could work at Walmart in Kentucky. You can be homophobic wherever you like. Changing jobs is really not unlucky. You silly cow. I, you know, I just thought that bit was needed at the end. Wasn't angry enough. That'll do, I think. The message is out there. I did like that. Someone put up a billboard in Kentucky. Uh, they paid for it uh, as a sort of anti-Kim Davis billboard. It's a brilliant message. It said on it quite simply, Dear Kim Davis, uh, the fact that you can't sell your daughter for three goats and a cow means we've already redefined marriage. Boom! Will it change your views? No, because they're bound up in religion. Anyway, very dowdy. Very dowdy woman. I mean, it's irrelevant. I shouldn't have... There's so much to talk about. I shouldn't stoop as low as to comment on her general physical appearance. But uh, ugly woman. What are you going to do? Yep, I went there. Um, Coming back pretty soon with some more stuff and things. Um, I'm going to talk to Amanda Capito. She's the resident news junkie. And she'll be talking about... Um, well, we'll be talking about the Toronto sign. Yes, the Toronto sign is here to stay. We'll talk about that. And um, also the world's most stupid bank robber coming up. You're tuned in to The Vinny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News, News Talk 1010. Some text coming in on 71010. Oh, you've got all the um, the phones are on... No one can call in because Elliot hadn't cleared the lines. They're open. Do you want me to come back there and give you a damn good hiding? Hmm? Oh, no. Good. Because I think that would get me fired, actually, thinking about it. Do a Jeremy Clarkson. Um, 416-872-1010 if you do want to call in. If we get time to take you, we will. But I've got a lot to rant about tonight, um, so we might not. You can always text the show on 71010. Some text so far. Vinny, you're not a very good singer. Oh, I don't know. I think I'm bloody awful. Um, well, in fairness, I was an, I, I went safe and I regret it. I went an octave down from where I should have been because it should be rising up back on the street. Did my time, took my chances. But I went rising up back on the street, which is a bit more football hooligan, isn't it? But um, But safer, really. And I don't know if you noticed, but I said chances instead of chances. Should at least make the effort to have a go at the accent, shouldn't I? Bloody appalling. So, yes, I agree with you. I am a bad singer. Um, But luckily, that's not what I get paid for, as is evident. Um, What else has come in? Uh, Bigfoot has very attractive feet. I'm sure maybe Elliot would like a go on Bigfoot. Not my words. I mean, he's probably wild. Plenty to hang on to. Um, Cortana! Now, for those of you that are familiar with Siri, the small uh, device that's attached to an iPhone, well, it's not a device attached to an iPhone, it's the, it's the software in the iPhone that is the uh, world's most irritating and dysfunctional woman. Or man, if you choose for it to be so. You can change the uh, voice, you see. But I think the default's the woman. Mine is, anyway. You know, that... Da-ding. Hi, how would you like me to completely mishear you? Um, Can you direct me to the shops? Calling, Bob. Yeah, brilliant. So that happens. Um, Now, 
Microsoft, never to be outdone by the richest company in the world, have decided to develop their own software, and it's called... What a catchy name. Is it A, Julie, B, Barbara, or C, Cortana? Yes, it's Cortana. I don't know where they come up with this stuff. And maybe they try and pick a name that no one's got, so as not to offend. Who knows? Anyway, Cortana is the new thing that will be in the Windows phone. I think she's already in it, um, and it is a she by default. Uh, she'll help you find things on your PC, manage your calendar, track packages, find files, chat with you, and apparently tell jokes, and I'm sure she's comedy gold. Because if there's one thing, that's, there's no better delivery than a robotic voice in a phone with no sense of timing. Probably funnier than the show, but don't you dare replace me with Cortana. I will sue. That's what they should have called her. Um, so the more you use Cortana, the more personalised your experience will be. Let's have, let's have a little listen to... You know when Steve Jobs used to wander around um, acting like Apple wasn't a massive evil corporation and was here to benefit everyone with technical devices and everyone would applaud and whoop and whoop and cheer and then go out and buy the version even though there was built-in planned obsolescence which would mean that it would collapse less than a year later and the battery would run out. But then... They'd wait for the next version and run it. Oh, that's still happening. That's that is actually still happening. Um, but now Microsoft thought, oh, that's a good idea. So now they they do these big things in Las Vegas and San Francisco where they wander around, not wearing a tie anymore. They realise that's terribly old hat. So they they wander around with um, with cool chinos on, saying cool things and uh, promoting their latest products. And this is what they've got to say about Cortana. I want to show you a kind of reminder that only Cortana can do, and these are people reminders. So. I'm going to keep myself out of trouble with my sister by remembering to talk to her about her new addition to her family. Next time I speak with my sister, remind me to ask her about her new puppy. All right. Next time you talk to Nancy exactly. Baumgart, I can remind you to ask her about her new puppy. Sound good? Yep. Great. Now, of course, since this is a phone, I might talk to my sister on the phone, or I might have a chat string with her, or I might have an email conversation. And in all those cases, Cortana will now remind me, when I'm in the context of talking to my sister, to talk to her about her new puppy. And of course, that will make my sister feel much better about me as her brother. <laughs> yeah. Will it? Do it? Is that where we are now? I mean, they might, I'd love to see the ads for these. You know you don't care about your family. Now convince them you do with Cortana. She'll remind you things you don't give a monkey's about, including your sister's stupid new dog, that godforsaken evil-looking poodle that you'd like to kick in the face. Now, with just one call-up, she can be happy with you. But would she? And this is the thing. So I was thinking about this. So let's... All right, Elliot, will you help me with this? I need, okay, yeah. I, I need a person. Okay. So you're my sister, all right. Julie, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You've just bought a new puppy. Okay. Um, you told me over the phone a couple of days ago, and, I, and I, I've got a terrible memory, and I don't care about you, because right. I, I don't actually genuinely there's, despise you. There's that part, yeah. Well, you took all the money off mum, didn't you? And I died. did. You and know, I... Uh, I don't like your husband. Right. And mm. also, you smell. Okay, yeah. I mean, I can't... Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of these things. Yeah, so, you know... Nothing personally on you. No, it's but, but as your. But I, I actually think you're spawn of Satan. Right. So now I don't want you to know this, of course. Right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to call you up now. Okay. But I've forgotten mm -hmm. that a couple of days ago I told my phone, Cortana, to remind me 
about your stupid dog that I can't stand in right. your stupid life that I despise. Yeah. And I want you to die so I can take all the money you took from mum. Oh, I see. Right. So this is how it's going to happen. Um, you be Julie, my sister. Okay. Right. Hello. Oh, hey, Vinny. How's it going? Oh, hi, Julie. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, how's things? All right. Pretty good. Do you hear that barking in the background? Oh, boo-dung, boo-dung. Now, it's at this point, even without her prompt, that the phone would probably say, remember to ask Julie about her stupid dog, <laughs> right? Now, you're going to hear that unless it's a text message or a message that comes up. Right. In which case, you'll hear it, <laughs> won't you? I guess I would, yeah. Or a ding, ding. Yeah. So I've got a feeling it's going to sound like this. So don't mention the dog. Okay, sure. Okay, sorry. And we'll 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 start again. Okay, cool. Hiya, Julie. Hey, how's it going? Hello, love. You're right. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. <clears throat> What's that? I don't know how I said. I've just got to read something. What are you doing? I've just got, I'm reading something on the phone, but I couldn't. Okay. Uh, I couldn't. How's the dog? Oh, he's great. I love him. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's good having a dog, isn't it? Oh, he's like, he's like the funnest. Yeah. See you later, yeah? Yeah, no, that's great. I love your calling. Cheers. Thanks. So I think that we can all see that I'm a lot closer to you now. Right. As an individual. Cortana works. I think we really bonded. And yeah. um, so for that reason, uh, that's good. I mean, Yeah. And thank, that, thank you, Microsoft. What the hell has happened to us? I mean, don't get me wrong. My memory's awful, and I do Google a lot of things on a daily basis. But... What the hell is going on where even compassion has to be reminded? Do you know what I mean? Busy lives. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. And I wonder, I mean, are we at the point when in a few years, if there's a malfunction and Cortana accidentally says, call your sister a stupid bitch, are we likely to go, oh, Julie, uh, you're a bitch. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't know why I said that. Oh, I was instructed by a phone because <laughs> I can't remember. I don't even know who you are, Julie. I, we were born from the same mother. <laughs> By the way, Julie, I love your voice. Oh, sorry, yeah. I know I'm supposed to be from Britain, but I sound like I'm from Scarborough. Yeah. Well, I suppose I should come your way. Uh, Jill, Jill, eh? Yeah. You're hey. awesome. And, uh, like, even though mum got all the money and, like, you took it away, seriously, I can't believe you did that. But you're awesome and I love your dog. Well, I, I'll give you the money, like, again, at some point. I always say, you'll give me the money, but you never give me the money. <laughs> What would you rather? Text in. Would you rather, A, I do the show in my normal accent, which apparently someone told me today is like I was fresh off the boat, or B, like this. So, like, coming up, we're going to do, like, a story about what are we doing? Uh, we're going to talk about a stupid bank robber. I vote for that. I vote for that. Oh, really? You'd I, actually rather listen to that? I, I It's just for a change. Why not? Right. Fine. Well, you've asked for it, mate. So, fine. Okay. You want that? I, yeah. Oh, okay, I will. So, like, the world's most stupid bank robber this week, I read in the news. It's so not awesome. What happened was, like... By the way, I live in King West. This is how everyone talks. Right. I think people... You know, people in King West have got loads of money. I think they get paid per like. And not Facebook like. The amount of times they say like. Because that's all I ever hear. I was, like... I was with uh, Sunday, like, yesterday. And she, like, totally, totally was... So rude. Like, uh, really? I just can't believe that. Like, shut up! Needless to say, I quite often get in fights. Um, I'm not doing that voice, Elliot. Okay, that's, I understand. I'm making a stand. You racist. Ah. You just can't stand this accent, can you? 
I, I am partially of that accent. How, can, how can I be racist? What, are you Scottish or something? I'm, I am half Scottish. Right. Slightly different accent, but the right. same Isles. The Isles. Yeah. Right. World's most stupid bonk... Bonk. Bonk robber. <laughs> I had the world's most stupid bonk once. Yeah. Um, the world's most stupid bank robber asked the cashier to... And you're not going to believe this. This is an absolute peach. To put the money in his own bank account. Absolute genius. This has to be probably the most stupid bank robber ever this week. Paul Neverson, 61, walked into a, a bank in England. Makes me so proud that we're from a nation of such fools. Um, and held a knife to a cashier's neck. However, he was caught out when he asked the clerk to transfer the money into his own bank account. <laughs> she, she actually said... Do you want the cash now? And he said, uh, just pop it in the account, love. That'd be cracking, that. Oh, because I can just I can get it any time then. There's criminals out there. It's a jungle. I could walk out with all that money and someone could nick it. Um, so why why did he do this? Because he needed the money to book a flight to Corfu for a job interview as a golf coach. I mean, Absolutely fantastic. Maidstone Crown Court heard that during the terrifying raid, the cashier managed to hit the panic button. Neverson fled, but undeterred, <laughs> went to the HSBC branch, 400 feet away, where he, where he held that bank up too. <laughs> he didn't get any money out of that one. Danny Moore, defending uh, his client, told the court that his client had been in trouble before, had he? And described his attempt to rob banks as absolutely ridiculous. That's you when your own lawyer is saying, yeah, I mean, we can all see he's ridiculous. How do you feel? <laughs> um, the lawyer said it was indeed ridiculous. Uh, it only had one ending. And here it is. He uh, has led a law abiding life and now finds himself staring down the barrel of a very long sentence. Indeed, it's a weird metaphor. Uh, Neverson of Kent pleaded guilty to two attempts of robberies and possession of a blade, and he was jailed for two years, which is pretty good, isn't it? But I have absolutely no doubt he'll uh, obviously mess up his life and get back in there pretty sharpish. Not the quickest of cats! Right. When we come back, uh, lemurs and sex. Oh, yeah, you'll be back. <laughs> This is the Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Uh, let's do a quick commercial for my business, MrPhotoCanvas.com. Hey, do you need some canvas prints for your office walls? Do you need some canvas prints for your home walls? You know that picture of you when you got married? Yeah, I can blow that puppy up. You looking all svelte and sexy with the missus. Yep, I can have that. And uh, lots of other pictures as well. Do you like to reproduce your artwork? I can I can sort you out. Are you getting married? Do you need some pictures for your engagement? You know, on a plinth as people walk in. People can sign it. Do you need a table um, arrangement for, for a wedding? You know, on canvas, stretched around a wooden frame. Looks great. All that stuff and more available at mrphotocanvas.com. I didn't like doing that ad and I feel like a bit of a sellout. But listen, buddy. It's just capitalism, all right? You had to endure all those ads. Let me do my one, okay? It was bad, I know. It wasn't very enthusiastic. But I got the message out for people to go to mrphotocanvas.com. And there I did it again. Lemur sex. Sex with lemurs. Um, an endangered lemur is being sent from Japan to the Channel Islands in the hope that she will find 
a mate to have the sex with. The sex. Uh, it's a hairy... I, don't, I think it's a rodent. I don't know. It looks like a hairy rodent with red eyes and big ears. It looks a bit like me with a hangover. Tokyo Zoo is sending Ala, a female I.I. lemur, on a, quote, extended romantic vacation to the Wildlife Conservation Trust. Uh, zoologists are hoping she will enjoy a fling with a male I.I. lemur. <laughs> I wonder what the opening line is. Oh, I.I.? OK. Uh, during <laughs> Sometimes I say things and I think they're funny and I just know that people all over Toronto are going, what the hell is this man talking about? It's like a private joke just for little old me. Anyway, zoologists are hoping that she'll enjoy a fling uh, with a male I.I. Lima during her time at the facility on the island of Jersey in the English Channel. The zoo says it's sending the six-year-old on a long-distance trip in order to uh, retain the diversity of the primate's gene pool. We hope that Allah gives uh, birth to healthy babies and will deliver happy news to us, one uh, zoo official said. Allah is due to arrive in Jersey on Friday, accompanied by her Japanese keeper. Um, and then after some quarantine, Allah will get down to Lima sauce. Um, the I.I. is the world's largest nocturnal primate. Oh, there you go, it's a primate. Uh, but the uh, animal is considered an omen of death and evil by some in its native Madagascar and has been often killed on sight. Mm. With a name like Allah, that lemur might want to stay away from Islamic fundamentalists as well. When we come back, we talk about the Toronto sign. Is it staying? Is it going? What are people doing in it? All that coming up. News Talk 1010. <laughs> You're tuned in to The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Every week I try to get the legendary, beautiful, intelligent, gorgeous Vinnie White. Sorry, Amanda Capito. <laughs> I was say, this is quite the intro. <laughs> Amanda De Capito, De Capito to come in and talk to us about what's going on in the news. Because she's a news buff, you see. And um, she's going to do that now. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Always a pleasure, never a chore. It's true. Same for me. I was uh, reading your script earlier on the machine. <laughs> it's really weird. Like you know, I know that she's a genius and a legend, and <laughs> but she doesn't do this stuff ad lib. When she reads the news, she actually does it off a computer. And your script's weird because it says, "and I'll do it as it should be read." <laughs> it's got so many exclamation marks. Exposing my secrets. It's okay. got it's got one, two, three exclamation marks in the, in the first bit, which is "good evening." So technically, it should be "good evening." <laughs> And then it says, it's six o'clock with three exclamation marks. I'm Amanda Capito with your News Talk 1010 update, three exclamation marks. So technically it should be, good evening, it's six o'clock. I'm Amanda Capito with your News Talk 1010 update. <laughs> and it's also written in all caps. So yeah. it is very... It's the most intense <laughs> intro. What do you, I mean, you do sound quite upbeat. Do you find if you don't include those exclamation marks that you sound quite downbeat? Well, this is just a little reminder. It's actually my template that I have every weekend because you're, I'm alone in the newsroom on the weekends. Mm. And so just to make sure my energy levels up and we are sa the script always starts off the same. So it's easy to kind of fall into a... Oh, I see. Yeah, to a little bit of a slump when you're with your delivery. So I just find that the exclamation marks and the all caps <laughs> helps with reminding you that yeah. it should be a little bit... 
Good evening. Okay. I'm Amanda Capito with your News Talk 1010 update. You know, gotta... I think, I mean, I, I think you're wonderful. But Thank I you. think that anyone that uses more than one exclamation mark should be shot in the face. Stop it! <laughs> um, right, newsy poos. That's what you do. <laughs> and you're very good at it. Um, I want to, well, we'll start with a clip. Um, it's about the Toronto sign. For those that don't know, by the way, there's a sign that was originally commissioned for the Pan Am Games at a cost of how much? At $94,000 approximately. $94,000, which you might think, oh, that's a lot of money for a sign. It's a pretty cool sign as signs go. It says Toronto. <laughs> Be weird if it said Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> and it sits currently outside City Hall. And um, it's really cool. I, I actually really like it. It's multicolored. It's three-dimensional. And it's big enough to be able to climb inside, isn't it? Yeah. And just today was the 50th anniversary of City Hall. And in the celebrations, Mayor Tory announced that that sign will be staying in Nathan Phillips Square until the end of 2016. I was always freaked out that it was ever not going to stay. Why would it not stay? Why would you spend 94 grand on a sign and then move it? Well, they were just debating, should it be moved somewhere else? How long should it stay? How long? They, they've now moved it to the side, right? It's moved locations within Nathan Phillips Square. Yeah. So they, you know, they were just trying to debate what to do with it. It was a big talk of the city for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And people were petitioning to keep it there. There was, uh, Mayor Tory actually said today even that he was getting thousands of emails of people begging him to keep it. So it goes, this was just a decision by popular demand. Yeah. And it seems like a no, a no brainer. And he also mentioned the cost of it, saying that it's not a high cost considering how much... Uh, people love it, and that it's gotten worldwide attention. Apparently. Exactly, that's yeah. about three chairs in <laughs> City Hall, as I remember, looking yeah. at their bizarre well, budgets. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's hear what he said about it today. When I come here to work at six thirty in the morning, it's uh, there are people that are uh, certainly engaged in a passionate embrace inside the O's. It's something about the O's. I just go to my office and start doing my work, and I don't have any comment on it, just to say it's happening. <laughs> so right. people are having a real laugh at that. Yeah. Now, to me, I've got a couple of observations. Yeah. One, sounds like that reporter fancies him. <laughs> She's giggling. Oh, my God, you're so funny and you're so, so shiny. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah, because that was in a scrum today, just uh, just after he announced that the sign would be staying, and it was all reporters. I'm not sure who it was, though. Sorry. Aren't you reporters trying to not laugh and giggle over yes, the answers? Yes, usually you shouldn't, because it does, it does affect the clip, as you heard. But, yeah. Hey, it adds to it in this case, I think, because it was shocking. It's happening. <laughs> and no one really knew that's where he was going with it. As he was talking about the sign, he was telling us about those emails I mentioned and how it was such an easy decision, and then he just pops out with this little anecdote. And About then six thirty in the morning, people <laughs> canoodling. Now six thirty, are people still out on the on the Raz at that time? <laughs> or they're secret lovers, and that's the only time they can meet. Mm, apparently, the O's are where it all happens. Three to choose from. <laughs> um, I don't know if they regularly hose down. One thing I would say is probably very difficult to canoodle in an R. Yeah, that's the only other option. You could right. do it under a T. Or yeah, on the top of the T. Oh, hello. Oh, there's a photo op, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, whereabouts was that taken? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're going to get the sign. We're going to keep it. Is it going to go on tour after this year then? Well, so the plan is that they're going to see what shape it is at the end of 2016. Maybe they're going to get a sturdier one in to last even longer. But in the fall coming up, they're also going to consider getting another version of the sign that's easily transportable because they were saying maybe this Toronto sign will make its way throughout the whole city. Mm. Um, and change spots all the time, but it was a lot to move it. So there might be a second Toronto sign coming, 
and that's uh, and that would be a movable one. Just trying to think what you could do to sh- if you were to shift steal some of the letters. Could you make a naughty word? You could make <laughs> Ron. Course. You could make Tonto. Um, you could make Torn. Taunt. They did. There's a bunch of pictures of just the R O N. Um, when they were moving it within Nathan Phillips Square. And I know lots of people were tweeting at Ron Burgundy, being like, this is your time. Uh, <laughs> can't make anything rude. That's probably one of the perks. Not even... You could make tot. I mean, it's not far away. Or if you hacked up the R, you could... <laughs> Let's leave it as it is. <laughs> Let's just leave it. I think we leave it. It's yeah. great. <laughs> no, I'm a big fan. And do you know what? I might, I might be controversial, and I'm sure I'm going to get slapped down by the odd listener. I like John Tory. I do too. I mean, apart from anything else, he goes to work at 6.30 in the morning. Did you see the last fella? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was still out at 6.30 yeah, in the morning. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, thank you for your um, usual charming, intelligent wonder. Only for you, Vinnie White. Amanda Capito is the news guru, the hostess with the mostess, the anchor that's definitely not a wanker. It's... <laughs> I, think, I love that. I think, did you just make that up? I, do, I did, actually. <laughs> and I couldn't, I couldn't say that on English radio, but I can here because I don't think the word wank is too offensive here, is it? Uh, I don't... Well, we're going to see. <laughs> just check the text board and see if you get a call from yep. Mike Bendix. See if the old complaints are coming in. <laughs> anyway, always a pleasure. Catch you next week. <laughs> Bye. Ta-da. And on that note, as Amanda Capito walks into the Horizon, uh, which is a pub down the road... Um, I shall leave you a farewell as well. It was a really good show. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for your input. Thanks for all the texts. Sorry if you called and you didn't get time to put on. I was far too busy listening to my own voice. Narcissist. I'll be back next week at nine. Thanks, Elliot. Well done, mate. Good button pushing. Thank you. See you later, people. Oh, Ed Keenan's up next, and he's jolly good, so you do hang on, why don't you?